0: Had a uh, a special called Baby Cobra or something like that. Really?
1: Oh, I was like, that yeah, yeah. I'm like obsessed with anything Cobra.
0: Obviously, <laughs> like
1: anytime maybe says Cobra, I'm like, oh. W-
0: when are you getting a Cobra <laughs> tattoo?
1: Oh, it's coming soon. I'm just trying to perfect it because I, I'm I'm like very antsy about tattoos because I I got my first tattoo with Clay when we like two years after we started dating, and I don't know what was going through my head at the time i think it just was like oh i'm a rebel now like i'm gonna get a tattoo i don't care if my parents like it and <laughs> and then i like look and she, the the lady's like staring at me she's like well what are you gonna get and i like look over and i see a, a butterfly and so i'm like oh i'll have this butterfly like <laughs> and it's like so stupid because it's like this rebel moment it's it's always it's like, almost, it's like the, the, the
0: most uh like almost cliche in terms of the like yeah,
1: exactly it. like how did i get such a basic pitch <laughs> tattoo like what <laughs> is happening but actually it worked out because i keep finding these like crazy ways that my like um comparisons and like the way that my life has transformed over the last like decade and right? like i used to be such a non-violent person i was such like um i was an introvert i was very like shy and um and, like, martial arts brought me out of my shell, and now I'm, like, raw <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> and, um, like, the butterfly, I was thinking, uh, like, a year ago, I was thinking, like, I could turn it into the float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. And I just Heck get, yeah. like, a tattoo artist to just, like, make me something unique and, like, and, and kind of, like, blend my current basic bitch butterfly tattoo into... <laughs> <laughs> the, so, it's kind of, like, you know, um, kind of a comparison
0: to like you know how my life has transformed from basic touch butterfly how long and when we've actually been going so you guys this is a uh, you know like see this is where the value of having a producer uh, (laughs) like like you know he he, you never hear him on mic we'll have to get him on as a guest but uh, yeah
1: you should
0: he's a great guy Justin he knows when to hit record sooner than i do but uh
1: all right so
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we got uh lady cobra herself beverly pratka all right we had some technical difficulties the first time around you guys don't get to hear that secret recording uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be just between us
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but uh i think it'll work out this time we're working out all the kinks and uh and stuff here so yeah um
1: well, like I said before, if you just want to accidentally mess this one up again, and we can just <laughs> do it all over again, because I, I mean, I just love sitting and talking with you. So, right, well, that just, works. No, no worries on my part. <laughs> uh,
0: that works. So, um, so uh, have you seen anybody get uh, punched across a a? a Dojo floor and wearing a motorcycle helmet, and go oh into a, a wall. Anytime recently?
1: Oh, it's funny you ask that. <laughs> you just gave away the punchline to my my story.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I well, you know, don't don't trust a comedian to uh, to actually tell things in the correct order. <laughs>
1: of course not. So of course
0: not. <laughs> but uh, well, this is what you call nonlinear storytelling. We're, we're buying a page off of uh,
1: yeah. No, out of Quentin dramatic. Tarantino's book, at the end and then yeah. you have your way back. And and yeah. does,
0: does this mean that that somebody is getting their brain spread out over the back of a car, and we have to go get Harvey Keitel to help us clean it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: not that you just took it way darker well
0: i've seen pulp fiction like a hundred times so you know.
1: <laughs> i have to i get you i got you i'm on your level see
0: see i knew, I knew who i was talking to but, but uh so, so to let the listeners know like
1: that in my head you know like it, it's, i play those <laughs> situations out in my head and then <laughs> i have to dial myself back
0: so so to let the listeners know on on what actually what we're talking about your first time uh going and, and uh, so clay uh, your husband who I absolutely need to have on here by the way yes, clay you do uh, you do
1: because he he speaks much more eloquently than I do about martial arts I'm just all over the place I'm just you know well that that's life <laughs>
0: you, you, you do have to get him to start talking first but once you yeah. get clay to start talking then he he's got yeah, plenty of stuff to say
1: he's definitely naturally quieter in the beginning but oh my gosh once you get him going yeah he can talk for and he that's the thing that and I he's love got dope stuff I, to stay
0: too it's yeah, not like he's just I, saying stuff to just say stuff either
1: absolutely that's the thing i love about him is that you know he after got 12 years now that we've been together he can still get me like sitting cross-legged starry-eyed on the floor listening to his stories or, or just listening to the amount of knowledge that he has about martial arts, he's just, he's a sponge and uh, like Sipu Singh, our, our teacher, Sipu Singh uh, yeah. says that he's got the the mind of a monkey. Um, and that sounds really funny saying it out loud, but it, it just means like he's, he's constantly like grabbing for more inquisitive. Knowledge. He's, always he's constantly,
0: he's, always he, he's a regular curious more. George is what you're telling me.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 and cute like him too.
0: <laughs> now, the question is, do you have a yellow hat?
1: Uh, no, but I should get one. That's, that's a good Halloween costume. Idea. I don't know if he's going to go for it, but I'm going to try.
0: Clay, I'm sorry in advance, dude. i So, uh, so your first time actually doing martial arts was through clay though, right? Yeah, I, it was,
1: I- it was my first, actually it was the first time I'd ever really seen, like truly seen martial arts. Like obviously I'd like seen TV shows with stuff like, you know, with it on, like I watched power Rangers whenever I was little and of course uh, stuff like that. And I was like a big WWE fan. Um, so
0: don't let Steve <laughs> was saying here, you say WWE. He's, he, he said in the actually, la- in the first episode yeah, that he refuses fan. to call it anything but WWF. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I guess I was more of a new age one. Um, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, I was just listening to his podcast talking about that. And I was like, that's really funny because yeah. we, uh, We have similar, similar likings, but anyway, um, so, uh, that was my first really introduction to martial arts period. Um, and Clay and I met in 2000 er, or late, late 2007 and it wasn't until maybe mid 2008 that he actually kind of like brought me in and showed me that part of his life. Um, I don't know if he was, like, vetting me first or, like, making sure I wasn't crazy before he brought Well, me it, it me is also
0: kind of a a different dimension. You're like, all right, well, she going to want to punch me in the face after. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all
1: right. You got to be careful who you bring into martial arts. Right. Um, yeah, his mom says that all the time. She's like, you know, y- you asked for it. You taught her
0: how to do <laughs> all this stuff for
1: you. So, don't come crying to me when... <laughs> Something happened.
0: I think, didn't you post a, an Instagram pic like a year ago of, of, of uh, you guys were sparring, you ended up inadvertently getting him a black eye or something? No. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not trying to create rumors <laughs> here. I just... story, Josh. God. <laughs> I, I, like, see, I'm just stirring that shit. You know, that's, that's what I, I, do. I
1: do. It was fake news. It was fake news created by Clay to make people hate me and feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll get to that story later. Okay. So, um, this, uh, this, this was basically, like I said, the, the first, um, my first introduction to martial arts period. Like I'd never, I'd never even done uh, a self-defense course be- before. So this was really like my first view of that world. Um, and growing up, a little backstory before it's, I'm going to get distracted again. So yeah, sure. I get distracted yeah, go for so it. easily, so you got to bring me back, just bring me back every time. <laughs> um, uh, when I was growing up, I was very, um, introverted and I, I like, there was, I was taught you know, as a girl, I need to be gentle and I, I don't need to be too aggressive. Um, as, as a lot of little girls are taught, you know, you're supposed to be act like a lady. And, um, so there wasn't much of that, like aggression, like in my life. So when it got introduced to me, it was such a shock. And, um, I came in and like I said, I, he, Clay kind of waited uh, a little while to bring me into this world. I'm not, I'm still not, actually sure why if it was because he was trying to like vet me and make sure i wasn't crazy before he brought me into (laughs) this important part of his life or if he was trying to protect me and like make sure that i was going to be okay with this whole like side of him i'm going to go with the second because that sounds a little better Um, (laughs) um so he uh he he brought me into um the gym that we actually own now um he had just opened it up he was actually teaching out of his garage before that so he was running martial arts classes um he had been teaching for a few years already but he was teaching out of his parents garage and this was like his um his first time actually moving into a building as a school and it was before he'd actually even opened up um so I came in and he was just bringing all of his kind of backyard students in and training and um it, no actually he did he he had a class started um, and I'll come to that in a second. Um, so I came in, he was like, yeah, just sit and, you know, you can sit and watch and check it out and see what it's all about. And then you can hop in whenever you're comfortable. And so I, ca- I came in and I'm just like in awe of like all this, you know, I'm looking around like with the people with boxing gloves on and I'm like, this is cool and it's different. And they, uh, they, they, they're kind of in a huddle. In the middle of the room, and they've all got boxing gloves on. And there's this one guy, and he's got a a motorcycle helmet on, big motorcycle helmet on. And you could tell they're like amping up for something, like they're getting ready. It's like like looks like Fight Club, like they're like (laughs) like pumping each other up.
0: Do they tell anybody you're not supposed to talk about it? (laughs) And the the second rule you're not supposed to talk about it.
1: Like I felt like I was like, oh, I'm like like it. Did a a guy like Edward
0: Norton look like he was talking to somebody? (laughs) <laughs> oh, sorry! Spoiler alert! Oh, right. Spoiler alert!
1: Um, no, uh, so I was I was watching them, and they were they were they were talking, and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, um, this guy just gets like in the football in the in the uh, motorcycle helmet. The guy gets like blasted across the room, these like crazy punches, and he just gets punched across the room, and then his head flies through the wall and like puts a hole in the wall. And I'm just like jaw dropped over in the corner, just like kind of cowering. Like, what is this? Like, I don't know what's going on. This is too aggressive. What is wrong with these people? I'm leaving. Like, (laughs) this is too much. It was just, it was a complete shock to my senses. And, um, and then, and then it was, what was even crazier is like, afterwards like they were all kind of they all kind of broke off into sparring after that and then afterwards they were all like laughing and hugging each other and like bumping fists and i was like what is going on like he looked like he was trying to kill <laughs> they the just guys. looked like they were
0: killing each other but now and they seem to like happy, each other still and
1: I, I was so confused and so um like a little bit later i, I was like i was already like I, I i don't think i can do this and a little bit later another class started and all these people came in and like these um, geese that look like pajamas and they started rolling around nice and gentle on the ground with each other. And I was like, Oh, okay. I can do this. This looks nice. Like they're, it's, you know, they look like they're rolling around in pajamas. It looks fun and comfy. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Maybe, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to do this over here, but I'll do this. And so I started with Gracie Jitsu. He was, he was doing a Gracie Jiu Jitsu class and uh, I started with that for about the first month. And then uh, I kind of started still on the sly watching this other class that had terrified me um, and just kind of, you know, seeing what it was about and what, and they started doing uh, weapons drills and they were like hitting sticks together. And that, Re- that just caught my attention so much i was like that is so cool yep. i want to do that and so that's what kind of coaxed me into trying what was the jeet jitsu class um and I, that was i mean the rest of its history like it just i was in love with jeet jitsu. You, you, you were you yeah, were sucked I in smitten. immediately I after I that just the the weapons of course were like i said that was my kind of gateway <laughs> my gateway drug <laughs> into Jeet Kune Do. um <laughs> we all have
0: one we all have one um, but
1: yeah it's it it just flourished from there and i loved everything about Jeet Kune Do and how it was so versatile and there was so much to it and it wasn't just about one range or one thing that you were doing um, it was about everything and it was about the blend and i was really i was really intrigued with that whole idea and um, yeah just Still in love with it
0: to this day. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So, and then, I mean, you've gone on and, and obviously now you're you're teaching with yeah. Clay and you guys run the school yeah. together and uh, you've gotten some chance to compete a little I bit have. along the way as well. You've gone down to, to uh, Disney World. Um, I mean, largely a lot of guess is that you're, that's your kid's program, but I mean, obviously you're yeah. not a kid. And yeah, you competed it started and you off as like a dream there.
1: for the kids. Um, and then it just became so much more, but Clay and I talk about it all the time. It's, it's literally like our favorite legacy that we've built, um, between the two of us. And, and obviously we're so proud of our school and our organization and, and being a student of Super Singh's and kind of carrying on his legacies, but something as far as like something that we've built on our own, that's one of the things that we're the most proud of is you know getting to go to disney world every year and taking a team of kids and adults and letting them kind of live out their karate kid moment you know like it's just for sure it's, it's I, I can't even explain like the the feeling that it gives me and i get to do it every single year so it just it makes me really happy <laughs> but yeah I,
0: and and those kids that you have they like are like so they are um, Okay, so I I gotta tell you, like, the one of, there's a whole bunch about the, the Enter the Dao retreat from, from last year that was awesome. Um, but one of the, the, I think it was the last day, uh, a few of us were sore, right? (laughs) Maybe Uh, a little. Oh, or like a lot uh, and yeah ice um, that's not a
1: very I, good sell I, point for the okay so the, no it isn't especially when like when I when I I, when I, when I, when I, uh,
0: I banged up two t- two of coach Brian's students had had scars as a result of, of working with me
1: uh, <laughs> again you're not selling text the one, one, the one well. was really because proud was, the one super. was
0: happy about it she yeah, was super no. happy Lauren was like Oh, I got my yeah. battle scar! Yeah, was, right.
1: Okay, so you, <laughs>
0: she was. I've never had somebody happy yeah, that I gave him a black eye point. before. If you was... want
1: it, we'll give it to you. <laughs> if you don't want it, you're but
0: safe. we're 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 careful. We're careful. We're <laughs> yes. careful. Like, it, but but going back to the kids though. So the last the last full mm-hmm. day of of the end of the the dad retreat, which is at um, Clay, uh, your husband's parents' ranch. They got like this super yeah. rad ranch. Uh, s- so cool. Um, but we're all in this big old barn basically uh modified it a little bit yeah well and, no i mean uh, you're
1: you're downplaying the, the, it it's like a full saloon and dance hall that we're training in like <laughs>
0: true that true that like and that's that. not that yeah, actually is not an exaggeration <laughs> there's actual saloon doors in one section but uh but anyway sunday uh after lunch we did a, uh th- they brought out the kids they were kind of just showing us what they can do and and re- it was a way for yeah, them to kind of um, show. showcase and I think it was Addie. I'm not sure. Probably. But there was, um, <laughs> there was one girl that got got a. Because they were sparring and kind of gearing up, and she got kicked in the face mm-hmm. just a little bit. And, and like, I don't even know. I think somebody might have asked, you good? She's like, yeah, yes. let's, let's keep going. And she was like, <laughs> she shook it off. Like, like, just, like no hesitation, <laughs> no, like, like, even me, like, when I've been kicked in the face and, and had stuff, I'm like, yeah, hey, give me a second. She was like, there was no hesitation <laughs> yeah. with her at all. I was like, all right, that she's going to be one tough yeah. lady. She grows well, up. It's for funny sure. cause
1: the, I mean, the kids have kind of evolved along with us. Um, we started going to the world championships at, at Disney world. Um, the ISKA us open, um, in 2017, that was our first, that was our first year to go. And, um, she was actually a part of our first crew that went. I think there was four four kids no three kids, three kids that went with us um and she was one of them and she was only i think she was only six years old at the time, and she'd only been training with us oh, for dude. six months before then like yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's that sounds Crazy.
1: Right. Like she, and, and that, now that I think back on it, I was like, oh my God. Like, because I'm so protective of her. Like, I want her to go in and just like raw and sure. just get people, but I'm still, I'm so, pro- she's like my baby. Like, it's just, I'm so protective of her. And I think back, I'm like, oh my God. Like, we, we took her to the world championships after six months of training, but she killed it. Like, she was amazing and she handled herself so well. Like, I mean, that was, that was a true testament to like how much we could do with a kid in six months. Cause she just, she was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And, um,
0: well, what's really cool though too, is, um, you, you guys aren't just teaching people like how to punch, how to kick, how to wrestle, how to, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But you're also investing in, like you have pretty high standards in terms of if somebody is on your team, like where you know if they they have to yeah. show respect, they have to have good good attitude. And even if they much. lose, they have to shake the yeah. hands of their their competitor Absolutely. and all that. That's Absolutely. that's huge. I mean, there's there are professional fighters that don't show yeah. that much class. The
1: character development in our classes is just as much a part of. The training as the physical training and we we are constantly having talks with them about that especially in the competition team we do in the in the in the regular classes as well but it's more about like mm-hmm. respect your parents you know do what you're told and and um you know uh how how there's how they should hold themselves so they're taken seriously as as, as people yep. and not just um you know um, but in the comp class we're Doing all that, plus we're trying to teach them how to be good competitors and how to lose sure. gracefully and win gracefully. And we constantly tell them, we're like, we we want you to do your best. We want you to go out there and try to win. But even more importantly is you have to to be grace a gracious loser like some you lose sometimes everybody everybody has a loss and yep. uh, no matter what it is and it's the way that you handle it that shows who you truly are and they have all done such a great job you know others have had more problems That's with right. it than than some you know some come more naturally to it and our you know their, their parents may have kind of instilled that in them from a young age and then others kind of a
0: little bit of that 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 <laughs> karate mom yeah. you know kind of uh, yeah or, or, or you know kind of hockey dad stuff carrying yeah. over a little but bit But
1: yeah they're they're also amazing and like I said they've they've evolved with us because the first year that we went we didn't know what we were doing like I was I was I remember reading rules like pulling up rules for the US Open on my phone the day of the competition for some of these kids to make sure like are we supposed <laughs> to hit to the head can they throw a hook like <laughs> it was it was it was bad but like they they did it so good, and, and I was so happy with them. And it's just grown from each
0: year. So what's, is she the youngest competitor you guys have taken? What, like um, her first year? Let
1: Because
0: she was six, you said. Yeah, she was said. six.
1: I'm trying to think if there was anybody younger. I, I'm pretty sure that she was our youngest that went. I okay, and then what's
0: the, and obviously you've had adults that you've taken as well. Yes. Obviously, yeah. you know, yeah. so like you and you mm-hmm. and Gunner and Clay And then some of
1: our other adult there. students have gone as well. And um, I even have some uh, some fresh girls um, or women <laughs> this year that uh, nice. just started training with me recently that are going to be competing in December. That's when they uh when they rescheduled it for us, since uh because okay.
0: So, th- I was going to ask you about that if they postponed yeah. everything and if you guys are going to be able to still go. To be, and, and um,
1: July, it's it's usually around July 4th weekend, um, which is really unfortunate. And I wish they wouldn't do that because it's right next yeah, to the martial arts super show. So, if you're listening, anybody, that oh, dude, I remember that, okay.
0: So, it. <laughs> it was 2018, I think. Was it it was either last year at the super show or it was the yeah. year before? And I remember, like, um, you and uh, there there's, anyway. There was one year where, like, you and and Clay had to like leave immediately, straight from las vegas to go out to or maybe no i don't don't even think you came that year you were there in texas getting everything ready clay was flying out to meet you going directly uh, yeah he
1: went he went without me one year and i went um and flew to florida without him and yeah that's a whole story in and of itself he like he missed his flight and had to rent a car and drive (laughs) it was a mess like that yeah um but yeah um and then last year Um, I believe it was last year that we I myself and Gunner and Clay all three went to the martial arts super show and had to fly on a red eye from Vegas to Florida and compete the next day and so we were
0: okay I do remember that yeah yeah, I remember Andrea and I looking at like because we stayed in mm-hmm. Vegas for a few days just for fun, Lucky. and and we remember seeing your posts. We're like, how are they yeah. even alive? Jeez. It's
1: like that was the worst. Like we were in the middle of weight cuts. We were like. Oh, we were starving and all this I remember that because
0: because we were all talking about going out yeah, to the buffet and I, were probably just, like, I don't, I, I don't think guys. Andrew and I went with you but like,
1: <laughs> like we
0: can't. like hey how's it going you enjoy some of this food like,
1: I was so angry that entire time like I was so pissed I was I'm sorry if like you caught any.
0: oh you were to- you were fine to me I like I didn't I wasn't the recipient like, of any I of that I felt
1: really bad because we were we got all these crazy opportunities like you were there we got all these crazy opportunities to film yeah. all these cool videos and
0: like yeah you were, master, wong, master and- wong
1: that was crazy like i've been a fan of that guys for so long and then we met him that was that was pretty cool <laughs> cut off to another story we we met or we saw master wong at the martial arts super show kind of across the convention center and i pointed out him out to clay and i was like clay oh my god it's master wong like i can't believe he's actually here and we started getting a little closer and he looks over and he points at me and he's like hey i can't do a good master (laughs) one voice
0: yeah that's okay i
1: know you you'd be canceled for that don't worry about it my videos before and i was like oh my god
0: oh dude
1: how humbling is that and i was like yeah i love your videos so much he's like i love your videos too you're awesome you're a badass and i was like
0: what (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it was a crazy moment but anyway back to my horrible horrible Weight cut.
0: <laughs> we can do yeah. rabbit trails around here, you know, rabbits are vicious. I
1: was so dehydrated because I was already starting my weight cut in Vegas. So I was already starting my water yeah. um cut. I was already kind of uh scaling back on my water intake in Vegas. And so when we were filming all those videos, I had such bad dry mouth. Like I was I was standing there and I was like looking oh, I'm like
0: And it's yeah. Vegas where if you like so if you're outside, it's hot. If you're dry. inside, it's like dry so as heck. So
1: dry. Uh, I've air never conditioning. had the yeah. worst case of dry mouth in my entire life. Like I, I felt like there were cotton balls in my mouth. And I look over and I'm standing next to Master Wong who's like doing this video with me and he's introducing me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to mess this up so bad because first of all, I can't talk. And second <laughs> of all, I can't even think straight because I'm so hungry. And Yeah. I, I, watch, I can't even watch that video back
0: anymore. It was How so satisfying... Weird. Now, how satisfying is that first meal after a weight cut, though? Oh,
1: it's it's like I I can't even explain to you like <laughs> the ecstasy. Because <laughs> like, it's
0: like for my fun. part, like I've I've competed, but I've never, and maybe I should. Uh, I've in, in all the times that I've competed, I've never had to make weight because I've always been kind of a lot of it's either way in yeah. the day of or the day before, and I I didn't have to really yeah. lose any, but uh. And I didn't wrestle in high school or anything like that, but I, but I can imagine though. Well,
1: I mean, the bad thing is a lot of the time that, especially when you're, um, dealing with like, um, a a weigh in the day before, then you weigh it, like at the U S open, they have you weigh in the day before and it's like in the morning. And so you wake up and you do the rest of your weight cut and then you weigh in and then you get to go eat. But. You're competing the next stage so you don't really want to like put a bunch of bad food you
0: don't want to load up too much right, cause then you're be and don't bloated like, and... pizza
1: or, or all the stuff that you want to eat you can't really like put yep. in your body because you don't want to mess yourself up and and be um, having the wrong kind of fuel um, before you compete so yeah, yeah it's it's kind of a, a bittersweet moment because I'm like I want food so bad so I don't care what it is but I really want that pizza over there because it looks really good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm kind of glad that I don't have to worry about cutting weight for surfing. There's not like, well, you have to, if you're under 100, you know, 85 pounds here and you're over, yeah. you know, because <laughs> a little yeah. easier that way. You're lucky because it is
1: a horrible, horrible product. Like, I don't wish that on anybody. Like, I have some of my girls in class that are going to be competing in the future, so they ask me about that stuff, but then I have other women that don't want to compete and they're like, "Hey, you know, what are you doing? How do you lose that much weight?" And I'm like, "This is not the way to do it." Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> like, is not a permanent water fix.
1: Water cut and you're just completely sucking yourself dry and it's yeah, it's it's horrible. But I mean, I have I have I've been lucky enough to kind of um I've done a lot of research and I've gotten my method down really good. So I have
0: do you do kind of a gradual cut, like kind of the week leading up or how no, do you, what's your I don't, approach because on I've that? I've done
1: that in the past and it doesn't pan out well for me because I end up being too weak. So I, I, so I do
0: I, so that you're actually yeah, atrophying a little exactly, bit at the yeah, end. Yeah. So
1: there. I, well, I take that back. I do, I do a gradual cut, but it's, it's a healthy cut. Um, I don't start like sure. any of the, like, um, like starving yourself or anything or not drinking your water until right. like the day before um so that i'm i'm still giving myself fuel but yeah it's um it, it i mean last uh last year and the year before i think i cut seven pounds in about four hours um seven to, seven to ten pounds. dude
0: what, it, were you wearing the uh the plastic bag no pants? no i
1: have i have i have another method actually that works way better should I tell you? <laughs> I feel like it's a secret. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like do you want Dr. to give away your Evil secret? Like, <laughs> no, it's probably, it's, I mean, like I said, I've done a lot of research and I,
0: w- yeah, but where's your <laughs> cat?
1: I have a giant German shepherd that I could put on my Mr. B-
0: Mr. Bigglesworth, you know, eats <laughs> all your food for you.
1: Um, yeah. So it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty common thing, I guess that a lot of fighters do, especially, uh, MMA fighters. Um, I'll just, I'll basically go back and forth between, epsom salt baths and um just creating what i call my heat bubble in uh either a bed or a cot or whatever i have um which is basically just um the heater turned on full blast if i have any external heaters i put them all around my bed and then i put down loads and loads of towels and i basically like mummify myself in towels just sweat and then, yeah, it all just, out. Just soak in that, and then I go back to the Epsom Dude. salt bath. So it's like um, 10, 10 minutes in the Epsom salt bath, and then ten minutes, ten to twenty minutes in the in the little heat bubble. Um, yeah. Dude. So And ice chips if I need it. If I'm just like overheating.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see what happens because I I uh, my my jujitsu coach out here keeps telling me he wants to get me rated to to. to um, has some, some fights who might be able to line up for yeah. me. So uh, that might be in That'd my future, awesome. but we'll see. <laughs> we'll I we'll see like about that. I don't, that. You know. <laughs> but as far as the weight cuts, well uh, that honestly, more so oddly enough, more so than being choked or, or being slammed. It's, it's the, uh, the, the, yeah, I like food a lot. I do too. I'm, not gonna lie. I'm a
1: huge foodie. So. <laughs> so like if I didn't do martial arts or like do training action strength, I would be so bad.
0: Dude, I would, I would be the be fattest dude on the planet huge. if I didn't exercise. Like, Are you I love me? pizza.
1: Pizza is my favorite food, and of course, I'm in Texas, so I love like fried chicken and sweet tea and yeah, chicken fried steak and all this stuff is horrible for you. So I work out. So, so, so with, the, th- with the of of July, <laughs> with the exception of Fourth of
0: July, with the exception of Fourth of July and and Fifth of July, I haven't had any alcohol or any gluten since like what? the thirteenth or something I'm of June, lives. and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know there, there 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 are there are ways but but uh i i am looking forward because i'm going to give myself permission once once uh andrew and i move into this new place uh i when i'm i'm going to allow myself to have like a whole anchovy mm. pizza to myself and my six pack of my favorite beer. beer so i'm not i'm not uh-huh. quitting it forever uh-huh. i'm not quitting it forever but there there's uh i have a couple of surf competitions yeah. coming up but still man the the idea though of of giving up that like good food yeah. completely uh, and and you know i it's like to tough. eat you know i can yeah. eat Yeah. I, I still oh, have God. flashbacks yes. to, uh, to <laughs> I,
1: I just hit, like slap me in the face with that memory <laughs> yeah that uh, was yeah tough. you're gonna have to
0: yeah. tell that so <laughs> um well so uh so i'll, I'll give the first part I'll, I'll i'll set it up you can knock okay. it down the rest of the way so so, our our uh, our friend and, and teacher Sifu Singh, who I, I actually haven't trained with him yet since he moved to, to Orange County, we're gonna have to yeah. fix that because we're we're supposed to start training together a little bit more. Yeah, soon, you're
1: right but, there next to you know, him. The like, I've, I've been like,
0: I know. I'm. I lost
1: because I, I haven't. I haven't him though. Taken so advantage and of. And I miss him so much, yeah, and you're just like right there next to him.
0: <laughs> so, uh, but he has this sort of unique uh, uh, charisma about him where he can inspire you to do things you didn't think you, oh, God, you yes. wanted to do or you doesn't
1: yeah
0: yeah like fortunately he's an ethical guy he doesn't ask <laughs> you to do stuff that's in your be- not in your good <laughs> best interest but <laughs> no, I'm no he doesn't he's <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> no, no he's he's good that way so um so so I think I might have mentioned when we talked before like Andrew and I had the gnarliest time getting to yeah. Texas like when we flew into Austin uh, it was like there was a big storm over mm-hmm. Austin yeah, we, t- we were like circling around in the air for like mm-hmm. an hour and a half uh, it took us an extra two and a half hours it feels like I don't know it was a long time to get our rental car uh, we barely made it in time to uh, see if we speaking at the you know at kind of the early high performance zone yeah. speech he was doing and uh, but we, we showed up to your school just barely in time and i hadn't trained with him for like several months prior cuz you know i only get a chance to train with him maybe a handful of times yeah. a year if that and so he goes you know gives me this big old hug and after we ex- uh, ex- exchange pleasantries is like he like challenges <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, kill. here we go. He was- you know, because, of course, when he gives you a name like Joshua the Jedi, of course he's going to give me a bunch <laughs> of stuff to do, you know, little things there. So, he's was like, was like, yeah. He's like, you, you like steak? Like, yeah.
1: Was you know, this place across the, the street has a
0: 72-ounce stick <laughs> challenge. So, of course, then it's like, uh, you know, and I'm thinking about it. And then, of course, he does this amazing thing about mindset and conquering your your your, your challenges and all this kind of More stuff. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and and here's the thing: is I, it, it it even with all the the hospi- hospitality you and Clay and and and, uh, and Sifu who extended out for me and Andrea to be there, like it was still tight to get out there. I'm like, man, I'm really really hungry. I really don't want to have to spend any money on dinner tonight but i'm really hungry and then he told me about the the steak challenge like fuck it i'm getting a steak (laughs) and 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 so it's 72 ounces of steak like four baked potatoes loaded into one like this giant loaded baked potato and like a Mm -hmm. big old salad and uh thankfully it's tasty but uh so 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 what is what? and i'm really glad that i opted for whiskey and not oh, yeah. beer that night that because i would have had no room <laughs> <been> so, much <laughs> so how do you how would you uh how would you describe your perspective oh, of what you saw that that's night that's
1: such a hard thing to explain it's just like i was so excited and like pumped up and i was like yeah get it josh but i was like at the same time i was like oh my god this poor guy like it just it looks so painful and i was like I was cheering for you, but at the back of my mind, I was like, oh my God, he's going to puke.
0: <laughs> well, funny I mean, you should, should say mention. that. So so, uh, so I did make it through. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we won't leave any suspense for too long. Not I did make it through. The last five minutes were owner, hard. by the
1: way, Matthew, he was like...
0: <laughs> oh, he was like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, it's okay if you don't make it. It's like no big deal. And I'm like, are you kidding? I don't want to have to pay for this. I mean, the steak was really good. It, like, don't get me a lie, if it, I'm going to go back to greek yeah. brothers i'm gonna have to have no, a normal size steak yeah, it's a great restaurant but, for sure but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> but like the last five minutes it was like it, and i think there's video either on yours or my facebook's or both where like seafood saying is like chew chew <laughs> swallow Chow, chew
1: chew <laughs> actually like reached over and like was helping you like moving your jaw for you at one point
0: <laughs> it, maybe i'm not sure but uh yeah but 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 uh, apparently Matt, by the way, because he's friends with with Clay's brother. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, he's actually uh, a cousin yeah, yeah.
1: of Clay's brother's wife, so he's
0: family. Okay, yeah. all right. So there's a fa- familial connection there. So uh, his brother comes up to me later, uh, uh, Kirk, I think, and he's uh, or yeah. Kurt, sorry, and he he uh, says, I guess Matt sent him a private Snapchat mm-hmm. message. He was like, I found your friend's uh, dinner. <laughs> And there was I, I had I had stepped oh, out yeah. for fresh air afterwards, and I had, I had let like a few <laughs> ounces of steak out. I just couldn't keep it I in. I do not
1: blame you at all. Like I'm just
0: impressed. But I, I held it in long enough to get the T-shirt yeah, and get the, just the meal. I'm impressed. Didn't do it
1: inside yeah. the rest because I was like positive and yeah, I was I was rooting for you. I knew you were gonna do it, but
0: the the breathing was was all like like honestly, I, it, it, those of you who don't practice breath discipline in your martial arts or exercise practice there is something profoundly magical about mindset and about breathing properly you will do stuff you never yeah. thought possible like eating a 72 ounce steak four baked yeah. potatoes and a breathing giant salad it's
1: definitely a factor in that and that one <laughs> as a lot of other things in life yeah no say sifu singh is definitely a jedi when it comes to like he can make you do things that you never thought because he just pumps and he does it so slyly yeah. like like you said he was like giving you this like giving everybody this speech and like on the um, slide pumping you up and yeah i i had a yeah. similar thing with uh when we were in Did, sorry, what's the ahead.
0: yeah go for it go yeah i want to hear the story <laughs>
1: we were in um hawaii actually for an event uh training and we went out on this boat um to do a shark dive, and it was one of those cages.
0: Totally yeah. on my bucket yeah. list, and
1: it was for me too. Um, but we got out there, and I saw the cage, and the and the the, the waves were crazy, <laughs> and it was like a fixed cage, and like the water was like crashing all over it, and I.
0: And you hadn't spent a lot of time in the ocean before not that, had you?
1: Much, um, a little bit. Clay Clay's family is big offshore fishers. So I've gone a couple of times okay. with them. Um, but I had, I, I, like I said, it was on my bucket list to, to swim with the sharks. Like I thought that was really cool and it didn't really scare yep. me at all. But right before we went on this boat, somehow my phone decided to show me, you know, you know, phones just pop up with random things that just are part of your life at that time. Weirdly, they're <laughs> just reading your mind somehow. Right. And my phone showed me a video of, uh, a shark, with one of those same fixed cages, and a shark jumping into the cage while the people were in it and oh. like thrashing around, and like somebody got bit. I don't think anybody died, but somebody got bit, and it was horrifying. Okay. And so I get out there, and I was just like having this like panic
0: attack. Did, now, moment. did Sifu Singh send you a text or something just to mess with you? <laughs> no,
1: he did not send me that video. That would have been cool. okay. So, all
0: right, all right, just checking.
1: <laughs> Although, I mean, I don't know. He might have tested me like that no he wouldn't have done that no um (laughs) (laughs) um, but anyway like I was I was kind of having like a panic attack moment where I was like oh my god I don't know if I can do this and I was starting to get like a little seasick so I didn't feel good sure um and he did his his Jedi mind trick and I, by the time it was time for us to get it was our turn I was like yeah fuck them sharks like I don't even care Like, that- <laughs> like
0: <laughs>
1: I got this Like that's what he does he just he has this amazing ability to like make you feel like you can do anything
0: it, you know and it, it's it's really neat when um I mean well, just because, because both of us, you, you actually had a chance to train with him for, for longer. I mean, like what, uh, so right before when I, like when I first met you and clay was in 2017 when I came up to train and, and teach, uh, my little section at the, uh, the JKD mm-hmm. Expo up in Santa Cruz in 2017, you and Clay had spent how many years training with him? Like you basically so, moved yeah, across we, the country uh, temporarily to train with him for a while. to
1: California in 2014, right after we got married. Um, we got married in November of 2014 and we moved December of 20, like December, January of that, of that year. Okay. And yeah, it was just, it was a decision right. that we both kind of made together that, you know, we were starting a new chapter of our lives, getting married, and this is how we wanted to start it. We wanted to go and be with our teacher, and Sifu Singh is just such an amazing person, and we wanted to absorb as much as we we could from him. And so we're like, well, let's just go to California, and we'll find a place, and it'll be great. And we were just, yeah, it was. um, And it was such an amazing experience. You know, we we got to spend basically twenty four seven with them, training. You know, all day, every day, and it just it never i mean we spent 3 years there yeah kung fu immersion we spent 3 basically. years there and it never got old like it just every day was something this new adventure and it was it was just it was crazy like we you know of course there were moments where we were just like oh. Getting the crap beat out of us, or like, <laughs> um, I'll actually tell the really it,
0: People are gonna have like this weird perspective of what it's like to train in JKD. Like, I, I will tell you this: if if um, they're not reckless, but but it's definitely I know, not. I uh, for
1: this just to clarify. I yeah, didn't get yeah. the shit beat out of me unwillingly. <laughs> I had yeah. I had to basically force him to give me the energy that he gave me because of course yeah. he's, he's a man. He doesn't want to hit a woman. So his, his conscience yeah. was holding him back from really being able to give me the energy that I needed. Cause at the time, um, I actually had told him, um, that I wanted to fight, that I wanted to, to do MMA. And, um, he was, it was funny. It was, a, there was a time we were in a car together. I think we were taking him and Anshu, his wife to the airport. And, um, he said, that he 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 said something along the lines of, that that he saw into the future and he saw himself coaching a uh, a champion MMA fighter like he saw that as part of his his future and i was like <laughs> i was started smiling because that's something i had like been working up the courage to ask him i was like i wanted to tell him that i wanted him to train me to fight in MMA and i was kind of like cautious about it i was like you know trying to Build up like the conversation in my head, like practice, like (laughs) in the mirror, like Steeple, will you train me? (laughs) Um, and I was like, Oh, here's my moment. And he finished saying like all this stuff about how he saw himself training this championship in May fighter. And, um, I was like, what, what, what about me? (laughs) Hi, I'm here. I want to, I want to do it. (laughs) And, um, he was like, Oh, well, I don't know if I would ever be able to, it's something along the lines of that I don't know if I would ever be able to give you the pressure that I would need to to get you ready for something like that. And I was yeah. like, Well yeah. why not? and he kind of thought about it and he was like I don't know why not (laughs) and I was like well if I want it then I'm telling I'm giving you permission (laughs) I'm asking you to hit me (laughs) like I'm asking you to beat the shit out of me like I want you to do this for me it would be a gift from you to me (laughs) for you to punch me in the face and yeah I mean like I said it took a lot of convincing but I it, it that made it mean so much more like when I'm you know, 10 rounds in, um, we'd been sparring for two hours straight, which happened a lot on days when we would go and train with them. We would just, we'd get in there and we'd roll or we'd spar for hours and hours and hours. And I'm just feeling like completely beaten down or I'm like feeling like I'm being hard on myself because I'm not doing good or something like that. And i would just remember in the back sure. of my head, like you asked for this, like you, you didn't get this easily. This did not come <laughs> to you easily. You had to work for this. So appreciate it. Yep. right now like in this moment appreciate what's happening to you because you asked for it so that's yeah
0: well and that's I mean the thing is is like um like uh, one of my one of my other teachers uh, and I it stuck with me um, uh, uh, Grandmaster Scott Conway who I think yes, you've met I, actually I, uh, have uh, just briefly, Scott. Yeah. I
1: remember that name <laughs> I told you I'm yeah. bad with names um, so so,
0: uh, <laughs> so 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 he talked about how, like, a sword mm-hmm. is made, right? And one of the ways that, that um, you can tell the difference between uh, a combat quality blade and a blade that's just for show, and this isn't universally true, but this mm-hmm. is often true, where a blade that's, like, able to be used for actual combat, it has some spring to it. So you kind of, you can bend it back from the hilt a little bit by, you know, 30 degrees and yeah. it'll spring back if if you do that to a display sword you're basically ruining right. the sword but the way that you get that sword ready you know the way a swordsmith makes a sword they they pound it out and they put it through fire and they cool it and then they fold it and they do they go through the process again and the only way you actually become battle ready is to go through fire go through like you know a a tempering of your raw material to become something that is effective, and you know I mean, that's that's what you're asking for. I mean, you 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 know you, you didn't just want to do this as a hobby. And I guess that's I guess that's kind of the the distinctive one of the things that I think is so rad about you. Aside from the fact that we're friends, of course I'm going to have you on, but like you get this whole idea of doing difficult and scary stuff on purpose. I mean that's that's what the this whole show is about. That's what the whole you know for for me kind of taking things to the next level in 2016 when i realized i'm i'm not cut out for regular life i need to do something unique and um i think that's that's where the the kindred spirit that i have with you and with clay and with you know with the, the the tribe of people that i've met you know connected to to Sifa Singh and and you know even i mean gunner too uh you know jace you know you got a uh stat you, you got all these people that like in your your little group that they they don't want it easy. They don't. They're not stupid. They're not going to be foolish and 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 just do something like well I'm going to jump in the water with sharks without a cage. Well no okay, but like it, it, I, I think it's that willingness to do something that's difficult that that it's it's infectious. It when I when I came and I trained with you guys out in Texas, um, like you had developed that so much more, and I was just like like I felt. I felt more like a martial artist just not only the training that I got, but just being around the, the the spirit of people who wanted something deeper than just like uh, a cool thing to do on the weekends or in the evening. And that's, I don't know, like there's something really empowering to me about that. I I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking about the, where you meet people and you're like, all right, these are, these are my people. Like I literally, I, I met you and clay and I met and, and, you know again Aww. i've only kind of touched my my feet in the 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 jeet kundo pool a little yeah. bit as compared you know like because i've yes i've been training with with sifu off and on for like five years or something but i haven't right. had the opportunity to train with them anywhere near not like i didn't live with them for three years and, <laughs> and all of that but the but i don't know i, I think nobody
1: else has we're the only ones <laughs>
0: yeah well the, the uchi deshi um <laughs> yep but I, I, and I, I guess maybe that's th- that when you were talking about what it was like when you were you were training so much, I'm like, you know what? That's exactly it. That's what the adventure mind is about. That's that's somebody who wants to. They don't want it easy. They want significant.
1: Yeah, they want to eat the know. bitter. That's that's one of the biggest things. That's one of the biggest lessons that that taught me was you know if you if you want to taste the sweetness, you got to eat the bitter. So it's all about going through, taking taking the hits, taking the shots, and and doing the the stuff that's hard. And you don't know why you're doing it, but you're doing it because your teacher told you to. And you know that you trust your teacher, and you know that it's going to come to some end. And it it always did. It always, you know, yeah. even when we were you know standing in our Wing Chun pose for hours, and my legs were just feeling like they were about to fall off, and I just felt like I was going to die. Um, it just made me so much stronger as a person and now I know that I can handle anything you know it just from all the experiences that I've been through with him it's um it's given me such an amazing strength inside myself that I never would have had without without martial arts without Sifu Singh without clay um so I'm just I'm really grateful
0: and and you're one of the other things and we obviously talked about being a teacher when we got started but you also you know, um, I, mean, I think it's been a couple of months now since your article was published in Black Belt, but like, yeah,
1: that you, you was crazy. That was awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that that has to be like a cool thing. Like, well, that's another cool little milestone of my martial <laughs> arts career.
1: Yeah, like the first, the moment I saw it because I went on online and I was scrolling down. I didn't even know that. I didn't know when they were going to release it. Actually. Yeah. It was one of those things where they, they emailed me and they were like, Hey, we'd really love you to write an article for the magazine. Uh, would you be interested? And I was like, hell yeah. Like, you don't have to ask me twice. Of course I'll do it. And I, you know, put a lot into that article, even though it was, it had to be kind of short. There was a word limit, but I put as much of myself in that thing as I could.
0: Yeah. And it was a beautiful article too.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, Yeah, it was really heartfelt and I meant every word and um, I didn't know when they were going to release it though. So I was kind of, I'd almost kind of forgotten about it and something brought me to the website where they kind of list all the articles and I was scrolling down and I saw Super Singh's article um, that he had written and I was kind of like, oh, that's, you know, so it was right at the top of the page. And I was yep. like, oh, that's cool. And then I scroll down a little bit more and I see my face and I'm like, oh my God.
0: It's <laughs> 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 such a cool concept. The article though of you're, you're tying back into helping, you know, other women unlock that, that inner lioness, yeah. you know, like uh, of, not having to you know you took the that bitter that you ate you mm. know all those that, that extra immersion in in extraly extraly
1: Boy, <laughs> it's a d- word can, can you tell okay, I'm an English Dr. major Truth. dropout um, you can uh, use your words it's okay i understand what you're saying
0: <laughs> but like there's a um i i guess what i'm thinking about though is is wow my my ability to talk is but you get, i guess i guess the thing that really struck me about the article though is it, it it's almost like all that time that you put in the extra effort right the the, yeah. the extra time of, of really immersing 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 there you go that's <laughs> the that word <laughs> Oh, gee yeah you know, no how I many mean, done how many podcast episodes we done anyway <laughs> so the, so the point is more though is that you you allowed yourself to eat that bitter. And then you made something sweet with it and you gave yeah. people valuable tools. You gave women valuable tools of how to unlock their, their warrior spirit superpower.
1: Yeah. And I, I thought well, that I was, think,
0: that was really cool.
1: Yeah. I think it's kind of my job. Like I feel kind of responsible for doing that and sharing my story and sharing how I got where I am because I like a lot of women. I was, I, I was not the lioness before I found martial arts, I was very much the lamb. I was very much like nonviolent, non-aggressive, very um, held back in every, almost every aspect of my life. I mean, I, I didn't really go for things a lot of the time because I was scared I would fail or I scared I was scared that, of, of what people would think of me. And it was that kind of quality that held me back from so much in my life. And then I found martial arts and it was just like everything opened up everything changed everything was so much better and I found the thing that was missing from my life and so when I see other women that you know I, I kind of see myself in them of the way I used to be and I'm like oh god you just if you could just see into <laughs> through this little people and like see what the possibilities could be and who you could become um and it just it I feel like I I almost have to share that, you know, so that other women can have the chance to experience what I've experienced. Because um, I was, like I said, I I had a very hard time uh, unleashing unleashing the the lioness um, within. Did little you have a switch? My article.
0: <laughs> did, did you have a switch that that kind of clicked? I mean, there's a there's a thing like like I, I have friends of mine who you know I've, I've done it a little bit, but I I have friends of mine who do like lots of like slack lining and you know, they walk on these crazy long, like like elevated lines across, you know, gaps and cliffs and stuff. And I'm just like they they talk about this switch that comes on where they find their balance. Did you mm-hmm. find that? Was there a, a pivotal moment for you? Well,
1: I I think definitely one of the most pivotal moments for me was um, I, I actually wrote this in my article that the first time that I ever really hit somebody and it was clay. <laughs> the first time I ever see. we get back to that clay. black eye we we're talking about earlier, right? <laughs> that was not the time. <laughs> okay, well you know. It might have been me, yeah. When I when he got the black eye, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> this was not that time. Um, but the first time I ever hit anybody, um, I cried. I just broke down into tears, and Clay w- just freaked out, and he was like, "Oh my god, are you hurt? Like, what's wrong?" He just sure. did not. He did not understand what was happening. Well, it's, it's not and a I, woman.
0: It's not wouldn't experience yeah, of that for himself. And,
1: and for, uh, honestly, I didn't really understand what was happening either. It just it was such a shock to my uh to my body to my mind to everything about me because i was taught not to be that way i was taught to act like a lady be reserved and you know it's it was it was taken a little too far you know you obviously have to find a balance but for me it was taken too far to the point where any act of violence was just so it felt so wrong to me and so I, ha- I kind of had to look inside myself and be like, why does this feel wrong? Like, why am I punishing myself? Why am I feeling this horrible feeling inside me for doing something that, I mean, Clay was okay with it. He wanted me to hit him. I mean, it, everything was fine. He wasn't hurt. But I just, it was this deep down inside thing that, that kind of uh, set me off. And after that, I kind of started to dive deeper into myself and, and try to figure out how I could kind of, um, turn on, you know, that side of me that that lioness and bring out that aggression because I understood that I needed it um, and I, I could possibly need it someday to save my life. Um, and what then? You know, am I going to be too scared to hit somebody when somebody's trying to kill me? Or you know, like it. Sure. And so, and I feel like a lot of women go through their entire lives like that, and you know, hopefully, they never have to deal with a situation where, you know, they're on the spot and they need that that side of themselves but it could happen um and so it's a it's a necessity for you know protecting yourself but more than that it's a necessity i feel like for understanding your um individual growth and how much did you you have a better
0: sense of your own value as you made that switch
1: oh yeah for sure for sure because i mean i i didn't like straight i mean flat out think i wasn't worth um protecting but i think that was kind of like in there somewhere where i was like you had some doubt in there yeah exactly
0: you weren't settled into the your fullness of a uh, i mean i don't want to put words in your mouth but there was maybe not as secure of a confidence in in how valuable perhaps
1: absolutely and yeah it just and it was just that um you know, that, that part of me that was so held back and, um, and martial arts just completely changed that for me. So, like I said, I, I feel, I feel, um, responsible for, for at least helping women to, to see, to peek through that keyhole and see the possibilities of what their life could be with, with this thing that has changed mine so much.
0: And you're, and you're doing that. I mean, you mentioned earlier, you know, you you're starting to train a, uh, a group of of women at your school, yeah. like I, you know, like, and that's and that's cool. Like I, I, I think I'm obviously I'm biased towards women training in martial arts. You know, married to a martial artist myself. You know, of course, <laughs> and she's um,
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, she's 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 pretty badass for sure. Yeah. There's a reason I call and her and my lovely, and deadly bread. But <laughs> but um, but you know, when it comes right down to it, um. Well, actually speaking to that in my, my favorite, one of my favorite moments was early on in our training, you know, and, and I know JKD is not a traditionally like a belted system. You know, you don't really worry too much about ranks, but for context, yeah. you know, it was, Andrew and I were maybe yellow belts, you know, so mm-hmm. we we're like less than a year in Yeah. and my ability to range was so bad. Like, like angle steps? What are those? <laughs> <sighs> and, and and I don't know if you've ever noticed, but Andrea has some beautiful kicks. She even had beautiful kicks oh, early yes. on.
1: Yes, and I do remember. She does. And I that and really I does.
0: was moving. We're just doing light contact sparring. You know, not not like we weren't knocking the walls with each other. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember moving straight in into her. Ash is doing a textbook perfect sidekick. Oh, right shit, at my midsection yeah. so totally <laughs> caught the, knocked the wind right out of me. I'm like <laughs> I mean, we were already married at that point, but I was like, I, I was almost, wa- almost wanted to ask her to marry me all over again. Just
1: like, <laughs> you dropped down.
0: She didn't <laughs> quite she knock me to the favorite, ground, but she definitely made me kind of.
1: on your knee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, almost.
1: Right? <laughs> she knocked you into the place you wanted to go. <laughs>
0: there you go. But I, I, I is think that.
1: her favorite. That's because sidekick.
0: sidekick. Um, she's just really favorite. good at kicks. Like, yeah. on, like my kicks are effective, but they're not pretty. <laughs> yeah but um but it's it's i I think that when um you know and it's i can only feel like i can say so much as as a man because it's not like my personal experience but see when i like my one of my favorite students to teach right now like i i think i might have mentioned to her before uh not this this recording but um i have a student she she just started learning grappling within the last i don't know year and change Mm -hmm. and her favorite thing Thing to do is to practice her takedowns on me. Uh She's nine years old and she loves doing like throwing single legs and and trips and stuff. And she's granted she's not going to be able to do a hip throw on me. Like I'm, you know, like 185 pounds. That's not really going to (laughs) happen for a nine year old. But (laughs) but she can still practice. Well, she
1: may surprise you. (laughs) She
0: might surprise. And you know what? You know, I I'll I'll be when she first uh, successfully threw that single on me. I'm like, oh, dude. This girl gets it, and it, it made me, because I, I I I like seeing women that are 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 don't feel like they have to choose between being feminine and being strong, and yes. that is one that of the is things so that so
1: huge. I completely agree with that. Like, and that I feel like, and I say this in the article too. So, yeah. um, make sure you go read the article if you're listening to this. We'll, we'll put this um, put it in the show <laughs> notes for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that, I feel like that is the epitome of. Being the lioness is marrying your femininity, your beauty, and everything that makes you unique as a woman, and um, also the, the feminine strength. So the strength, the beauty, the the, um, the fluidity, I mean, it just, when it comes together and you see somebody who really finds the balance between the two, it's such a beautiful thing. It's so captivating, and it's just, it's almost mesmerizing, I feel like, I mean it just it's crazy and I uh I have I actually have a couple of students that are kind of like coming in just like youth students that are coming into their own uh Addie that's is one scabby. of them she's, just, yeah. she's such a she's such an amazing kid you know she's gorgeous she's a gorgeous little girl and she can kick butt like and she's <laughs> <laughs> she's just she's amazing I love her
0: that's really cool I I yeah. want to make sure that because I I do this a lot um you know because I, I hate listening to, to shows where it's obvious the guests had something else they wanted to share. Is there any particular like um either, either a specific adventure uh scare? I mean, you did talk about the sharks so that that's, that checks that <laughs> box, but um, yeah, the is, is there, if you could kind of share something else that maybe we didn't get to or whatever that you, you think is important. Uh, there's
1: uh, so many there's, I mean, we would have to do like, 10 more podcasts for me to... Well,
0: we'll definitely have to do <laughs> one when you write your book, the, wink, wink. I've been,
1: I've been really lucky to get to go on so many adventures. I mean, we were... Oh, you we did go to China. China, yeah. We talked about that um, before. And we um, we went from Shanghai to um, Guangdong to,
0: um, to, to the Shaolin temple. temple. Yeah, the like, Shaolin Temple. I've wanted to go to the Shaolin Temple for forever. And yeah. I'm so... I, I hope... Go. I Maybe hope it, it will it'll eventually open up for go. me to be able to it go.
1: Amazing. Completely worth it. It will blow your mind. Like we, we walked in, we didn't have much time there, which could really bummed me out. And so that, that just makes me want to go back even more. Cause I want to spend like three days just at the Shaolin temple. Um, but so we were kind of rushed, but I, we like, ran into this place and we're like surrounded by all this and I'm like oh my god and then I turn and see something else and I'm like oh my god and I'm <laughs> getting louder and Clay's turning and looking at me like you have to like calm down because people are looking at you right now like just silly. crazy
0: Americans what are they doing
1: <laughs> but it was just it was so beautiful it was so captive just the energy in that place was absolutely insane and you look over and you see all these like hundreds of people in their kung fu outfits and they're doing like this this form all at the same time you know all in in rhythm together and uh we actually went into this little um temple where we got to see a show uh some of the uh, the practitioners that that lived there um actually put on a show for us and like this guy uh did the thing where he throws the needle through the the plate of glass and pops the balloon on the other side have you ever seen that before
0: I, have you I you ever, know I've have heard, ever heard, heard of it. it? Yeah, I've yeah. heard of it. Well, no, I, I don't think I even like. I know that it exists, but I, I, I've never even been around. I think Sifu Singh does a something similar, but it's not with glass. Yeah, well, he does he, like a, yeah,
1: he he takes the nail and he drives it through the board and pops the the balloon on the other side.
0: But this is glass, you're um, saying?
1: Yeah, it's it's glass, wow. and they have it. He's standing far away from it, and he has a needle, and he throws the needle, and it goes through. I don't even understand like how it works really, <laughs> but he throws it. He throws it through the glass, and it there's a balloon on the other side. And it pops the balloon, um, and like guys were getting like these big long like cane um, poles broken on their backs, and it was just crazy, crazy feats of strength and crazy performances with all the different weapons, and it was it was amazing, and just just the energy of being there, like and feeling the place was. It was out of this world. I mean, I I can't. I have a hard time explaining it because it just you just have to be there and you have to feel it to um, to believe it.
0: That's cool. And then of course you did get to go to Hong Kong, which we did. You know, I mean, it, you know, for somebody who practices jiu jitsu, yeah, if you're anywhere near Hong Kong, you ha- you have to go to Hong Kong for that a little would while. Be, uh,
1: yeah, that was the big one. Um, I mean, it was all amazing, but Hong Kong was obviously very near and dear to my heart, and uh, we got to go train. Uh, at a couple schools there and then we of course got to go to the the bruce lee museum and see all of um all the stuff from his movies and his training equipment um and then take pictures by the bruce lee statue and <laughs> we took like millions of words of course um <laughs> but yeah and then after that we uh i think after that or shortly after that we broke away from the group and everybody uh, went home and Clay and I actually stayed a couple of days and went to Beijing um, where we, we went to uh, we got to go see the Forbidden City which was okay. crazy um, that it, it's just humongous and it's awesome and um, we didn't get to go see the Great Wall unfortunately we, did, we ran out of time but we're like well just gives us more reason an to come an excuse
0: back. <laughs> to come back to China yeah <laughs>
1: exactly so yeah, that was that was definitely um, in the in the top five of my craziest adventures. Cool, okay. But um, we also went to Africa. We've we've gone um, to Mexico a bunch of times, which is definitely an adventure.
0: <laughs> you know, Mexico is so. an interesting place. There's a lot of a lot of beauty there. A lot of it, it is most definitely a different country for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. For sure, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, of all the places that we've been, you know, you know as well as I do that it's it's more about the the people that you're with and um, the experiences that you get to have with them. So I think that's way more important. I mean, I, I still to this day think that the best as many places that we've been as many amazing things that we've seen. I think one of my best adventures is um, one getting to go and, and live in California and train with Sibu Sing every day, um, and then to just being here with my family and being uh, here with my students and having this amazing school and um, just we have so many amazing people that are a part of our team right now that we're so proud of and um, just really happy
0: uh, that's so cool like I it you know being able to, to experience the life that is right in front of you and have the courage to walk through it um, yeah. so that man thank you so much for coming on thank you (laughs) for having me you know and and uh you are not allowed to 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 threaten more technical difficulties ever (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'm not gonna say it anymore i'm not gonna say like we'll just have (laughs) you on
0: normally without the excuse of having to do it over again
1: (laughs) well hey we'll have to i mean you gotta you definitely need to get clay on and then we'll do, a, we'll do a little joint one with the both of us really that, that
0: could be cool that'd be cool <laughs> all right as uh, I, I say it every time but i, I believe it 100 percent. adventure is a state of mind how you live it is up to you yeah